It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, well, it's about 400 degrees outside and raining, but if you come into the studio, you would see Al bundled up like it's the middle of December, and I got a sweat jacket on myself. That having been said, that's how we do it here in the Boomer and Geo studio. Coming to you on a Thursday for the podcast, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, we all leave coats now in the radio station. It's really insane. Because it's cold in here. And I thought at one point I was, maybe as I'm getting older, Jerry, that I'm getting colder. Yeah, but I see like the young guys in the back. who, Yeah, like you, very young, wearing coats as well. Dude, it's cold in here. Because it's cold. Because Boomer puts the thermostat down to 60. Yeah. It's cold. Chilly. little chilly. Oh, wow. uh, what do I have to tell you? Oh, I have a quick, uh, for people, there are people interested, I have a quick uh, Craig Carton update for you. I'm glad to hear that. I uh, chat with him via email. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm not on that list anymore. You're off the email list? I got kicked off the email list. <clears throat> Due to limited amount of people allowed to be on the list, I Goes thought he said. to show said. that I'm not that important. Well, I will, maybe because I write to him frequently. And he well, knows, I wrote to him. He didn't write back. Oh. Because I feel, um, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to write to Craig because I feel like he's a, a trapped audience. He has to listen to me. Yes, which is why I wrote to him the first day I had access. But I do have a tough time complaining to him because I mostly complain in life in general. Yeah. And I feel like, am I really going to complain about Italy to Craig? He's in prison. Yeah, I wouldn't you know, do that. I wouldn't do that. So I try to make it hilarious, Jerry. But anyway, he told me uh, just... Uh, the last time I chatted with him via email was yesterday. He was in very good spirits good. on the email. Uh, a couple things. He's lost about he's been there one month. So this is a is one it a month already? This is a one month report card. Okay. He has lost about fifteen pounds and he is lifting weights every day. So the fasting's working for him. <laughs> he told me on the bench. Yeah. He's using 60-pound dumbbells. I believe that. That's a lot. It is a lot. But if you're doing it every day or every other day, that's what happens. You yeah. start to get stronger. Yeah. I guarantee you he's going to come out ripped. I know. I told him, you know, uh, a former WFN employee, um, Sid Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. is in amazing shape. He, and he poses for all of his radio photos showing off his biceps and yeah, tight T-shirts. Yeah, me too. And that's what Craig's going to come out doing. Yes, absolutely. The muscular, bald guy. He's going to become addicted to fit. Yes. There's a lot of muscular, bald guys down in beach areas. Like if yeah. you walk the boardwalks. Yeah. Muscular, bald guys in sunglasses, shirtless. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. I, I noticed in Miami this weekend a lot of in-shape guys wearing shirts. Oh, really? Yeah. So like tight I'm, shirts. No, I mean like swim shirts. Oh, wait a minute. Very in popular. In the water? Yeah. And it's here's what's interesting about it because for me the last four years, I don't I put a shirt on now. 
Right. But four or five years ago, I got by the I missed us, you know, with the um, with the sunblock. Yes. Didn't reapply properly, and I got roasted one day. And I looked at my phone. What the hell am I doing? Right. Like I don't need this. I was miserable for three days on vacation. So I wear a shirt now. And for any a hole that thinks, oh, you're. I'm in better shape than 95% of the people on the beach. It's not that I don't mind taking the shirt off. It's, it's not worth it. Right. I noticed not only were, in, I, and I mean guys in shape, wearing shirts, long sleeve shirts to cover up their full arms and shoulders, yeah. everything. And you know what? I could see why that sun was hot as hell in my, like, I don't let my kids go out there without a shirt on. Yeah, like no the, the dude who was giving uh, us a tour of Milan. It was an outdoor walking tour, right? And it was a thousand degrees. Yeah, he wore long sleeves. Yes, you just because the sun rays are so bad and the skin cancers. I mean, it, it honestly is it worth it? No, but let me ask you this because this is something I'm doing now. I have a bald head in the sun in the heat of Italy, the Jersey Shore, wherever I am, and I'm going to be in the sun for a long time. Yeah. I don't wear a hat, but I'm constantly applying mm-hmm. the lotion. Which is good. I, by the way, I hate the I hate sunblock. I like it on my head. I can't stand it's it. easy to do. Right. But if I'm a constantly applying and I'm never getting burned, am I still in danger of skin cancer? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, they would. You would be made to believe by reading all the advertisements and you know the warnings and the stuff on the on the packaging that know that you're actually pretty good that you're protecting yourself from it i don't know right and those are some harsh rays coming down yes so i don't know the answer i wear hats off i mean i still have hair but i try to wear hats often to cover my face and even like yesterday i went in the pool at my house i sprayed my face at home alone yes i wear a swim shirt and i sprayed my face like crazy with the sunblock and i sprayed my arms because it was it was brutal what type of material are these swim shirts? Uh, they're like, like the I don't the know. Under Armour type. Yeah, basically wick. And they like have a wicking? and they have the UV protection they say in them. Oh, they do. But even so, I mean, it clearly works because there's not a burn on my body. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just anybody that thinks that drop dead. <laughs> really, just right. leave me if alone. If you think Jerry's not taking a shirt off at the beach because he's embarrassed, drop dead. I'm alone at my house. I don't yeah, take a shirt off. He's doing it. For sun protection. You're damn right. So if somebody can let me know that on Twitter, and don't be an alarmist, that as a bald guy, if I am constantly applying lotion, okay. and I'm never, I barely even get tan on my head, right. I'm not, never get burned. Well, that would tell me it's working. Yeah. You know? It's working, damn it. I just, that's the, I just hate the, the, the sunblock load. Ugh. Yeah, I like doing it on the head. Ugh. It's just so easy, Jerry. You know what oh, I mean? I like, I feel like I know I'm completely covered. Right. But you're right. When you do it on your chest, then you're, you're always you're missing spots. Always missing spots. And the thing with the spray that I like, because I, you know, for a while I didn't wear shirts because I had the spray, but it was the one day where with the spray, the wind must have, yes. I must have just missed half my body. Right. And I, I don't got, trust the spray. I got burnt so bad. I remember telling Kim, like, why? What, what is this right. for? wasn't fun, and it ruined half my trip. Yeah, I don't trust the spray. Yeah, you got to make sure you get it in every spot. And it's also weird when you're at the beach shirtless rubbing yourself. That's odd. For some. That's odd for some. For others, it's erotic. <laughs> right. Also very strange, like when women go to the beach, they wear their bikinis. Yeah. But they have, like, jean shorts and a mm-hmm. top on. Yeah. And when they get to the beach, they sort of do a 
strip, strip tease. tease. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Again, what's the difference between that and wearing underwear and yeah. you know, bra and panties and walking into a store? Like a girl slowly removes her jean shorts and her tank top. And then you're behind them. They bend over <laughs> right in front of you. Oh, hi, yeah. honey. I'm not staring at that. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I have a Florida story for you. Oh, Florida story. It's been a while. Yeah. Gainesville, Florida. All right. This is not a good story, though, Jerry. Oh. A Florida man's accused of getting revenge on a man he says he caught having sex with his wife. Yeesh. A man named Alex, I will not give his last name, 49 years old, broke into his home. The other guy's house. Uh, West Gainesville, own. Florida, uh, where his two children were present. Uh, oh, I see what he did. This is the the... The man who was having sexual relations with his wife, he went to that guy's house, broke into his house, uh, forced the man into a bedroom at gunpoint, tied him up, and cut off his genitals. Oh, my goodness. With scissors. Oh, God. And then took the severed penis with him. Oh, he... Oh, God. Okay. You follow the story, Jerry? Yeah. When you said genitals, I thought he took the testicles. No. A man caught his wife, caught a man having sex with his wife. He was angry about that, so he confronted the man at the man's house, forced him into a bedroom at gunpoint, cut off his penis with scissors. Do you think you could do that to someone? No. I don't. I don't either. I think if that ever happened, I think you just go to court for the divorce. Yeah. And you take your wife to the cleaners. Yes. And you limit visit to everything. Yes. Wow. Now, the man has been caught, luckily, and his bail has been set at $1.25 million. Oh, Jesus. So that's good. That's says, premeditated ball cutting. Yeah. This article says the victim remains hospitalized, but it's not clear what happened to the genitalia. Oh, so he threw it out. We're not sure. No, the, the, the article is not sure what happened. Boy, that is a horrendous story. That is a horrific story. And they have a picture of the guy who did it, so it's a real story, Jerry. I'm sure it's a real story. Yeah, I get it. Uh, also, WCJB in Gainesville was reporting this, so that's a real actual story, Jerry. If it wasn't an actual story, would I have been able to print this out? Yes. No, probably you would, you would not. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have been able to do that. I mean, Greg Giannotti once printed out a story about hovering above Yankee Stadium to watch a game, and Joe read it. I mean... <laughs> That was not a real story, and he printed it he out. He was able to print that? Yeah. A second Florida story. This is, uh, this is a new study that says that with global warming and rising temperatures, Jerry, yeah. that Florida, by 2036, which is not that long from now. All right. Is going to be underwater? Is that no, it says their, their temperatures could be so high they could be life-threatening. Oh, I believe that. Sure. It says that... Um, Central Florida could experience 123 days a year with a heat index above 100 degrees. Sure. By the last quarter of the century, it's going to be 155 days out of the year. Right. And it's not that a heat index of 100 is dangerous. It's dangerous if not treated properly. And for really old people. Yeah. I mean, if you stay hydrated and you stay out of the heat when you can... But mostly stay hydrated and find cooling areas. You'll be fine. It's when you don't do any of that, right? You put yourself in harm's way, hundred percent. And no old doubt. people, do you think old people in general feel chillier or warmer than not old people? I don't know. You tell me. 
chillier, I think. <laughs> I'm always freezing. I, I think I think that's why they like very, Florida. Yeah, I think they're very sensitive. I think their bones are very sensitive to the cold. The problem, though, is with Florida, in my opinion, which is why my parents have not retired there. Yeah. I think the humidity and the extreme heat does bother them. Like, if you have arthritis, humidity, I know from my mother, is a big problem. That's as why they like Arizona. To, yeah, as opposed to the dry heat in California where my where my family lives. Yeah. My mother feels great when she's out there. Why they haven't moved out there, I don't know. So I think humidity is an issue, but the cold is always an issue. Is Texas humid or not humid? Yeah, Texas is humid. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, but there might be parts of it that aren't, but Texas in the summer is oppressive. Hmm. And it's humid. So you're saying Arizona is filled with arthritis people. I think there's probably a good a good portion of older people that escape to places like Arizona for those those reasons, parts yeah. of California for those reasons. Yeah, I would say so. Do you think you're you know you have sometimes your back hurts? As I've my had back a tough hurts. day today actually. So do you think that's affected by the weather as well? It might be. Yeah, it might be. Maybe I mean, you go to Arizona. I would. I mean, I you know, depending upon what my kids do as they get older. Right. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't. I don't see myself retiring in Monmouth County, New Jersey. <laughs> I, I just don't. Yeah. Or here's what I would say: I I could envision, especially if my kids are working in the area and as they grow up, they plan on staying here for a while. I could see a split life. Oh, I love the split life. I could be here in the sun. I know the weather's tough sometimes, but I could see being here in the summer and dealing with it. But in the winter, not dealing with the. Right, the cold temperatures and the snow, and even if you ju- even if you left in December, yeah, December, January, February, March. I was going to say January through March, yeah, because I think even through December, you got Christmas, the holidays. Right. It's not terrible, right? January, February, March. But I think January through March, those three months, if you could escape somewhere and do literally twelve week rentals, even if you don't want to buy property, yes, the twelve week rental. I, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I think it's a great way to go. That's a great idea. My opinion, but we'll see. I mean, I'm ready to do that now, to be quite honest. Take it to a do three months. I just can't do it financially. Jerry, it's not often that the crazy website that I go to for these various stories, it's not often there's a local, local story. Pornhub is doing local stories no. now? No. This comes to me, a story from Matawan, New Jersey, where I call home right now. Wow. And it's not a crazy story. It's a nice story. Oh, okay, good. But I thought I would uh, do it. I mean, I lived in Matawan for five years. I'm interested. Matawan, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, this article here says, Jerry, we're all familiar with milk cartons showing missing children, but there's a pizza place in Matawan that's using their pizza boxes to put missing pet flyers on them. Is it Enzo's? It is Angelo's Pizza. Angelo's, okay. He, uh, John Sanfratello, John Sanfratello, the owner of Angelo's Pizza, said he got the idea after noticing that during a storm, a woman had lost her cat. And he reached out asking if he could help with putting out flyers at the pizzeria. Now, missing pet flyers are part of his standard operating policy as he puts flyers on the pizza boxes as they go out the door well, lost nice. dogs that's cool i like that you gonna go get your pizza from there this weekend you should i would what was it angelo's 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 or angelo's angelo apostrophe s angelo's 
in Matawan, New Jersey. Yeah. Shout out to him. I, I like wonder that. if I've been here before. At Angelo's? It's on Broad Street. I bet you I have. Broad Street? Yeah. Nice. It's right by you. Hmm. All right. Good job by Angelo. I wonder if he yeah. has any success stories, Jerry. I'm pretty sure I've been here. Finding dogs. I, I hope so. I bet it's harder to find a lost cat. Well, that's why we have indoor cats. Yeah. Once they're gone, they could be gone. And they, they could will return. hide. Yeah. They're quiet. Dogs. Dogs want to go back home. Yes. I think I, out of my two cats, one would never leave. Because mm-hmm. it acts like a dog. Like if you open the door, if it you left not, the door it does not open go. accidentally. You, there are many times I've opened the door and the, he, she's just sitting there. Do you think she, she doesn't flinch? Is she afraid of the outside? I'm not sure. Or she doesn't even think about it. But she knows, uh, even though it's a cat, she knows she hit the pet lottery. Right. You know, do not leave this setting because yes. it's never going to be better. <laughs> uh, and then the other one, which is a, he's a really good cat, but he's curious. Oh, he wants to know what's going so on. He sees out there. a door open. He looks like he's ready to go explore. Yeah. I don't know that he would come back, but what I don't know. If, what about if we put his photo on a pizza box at Angelo's? I suppose that could help. Every it's a cat family dog we've ever had, and we treat our animals. Ran no away. Ones. Yeah. Oh, I was kidding. Really? No, I mean, if they had an open door, gone. Really? And we'd have to go catch them. How about that? I think dogs are just dumb. But I see all these people. I see people in New York City walking with their dogs with no leash. The dogs walking right behind them. Are they not? I don't know. Are they invisible leashes? Mm, interesting. I really don't know. I mean, you got invisible fences. Are there right. invisible leashes? It's a good question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's a great question. Under that. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like, are my, like, my, no one was ever mean to the dogs in my house. Right. And they always would go right for the door if you left it open. We have the one little cat we have. Um, she, in the last six months, has decided to start rolling over on her back with her pause up mm-hmm. like a dog i don't know where she, she wants got you that to rub from. their belly yeah like a dog yeah pretty much yeah and cats... we and we leave for a couple of days and come back she does not leave our side really just follows us around the house yeah it's really interesting like, our cats are like dogs you don't Except often see that and they don't eat their own poop do they want to go in like if they see you packing a suitcase they jump in the suitcase yeah they do and Both they of dare them. us to keep packing <laughs> Take us with you. I like when animals miss you. Yeah. Ours do. I mean. That's nice. I don't know what they're really thinking. But like I said, they don't leave our side when we come back. Like yeah. We came back from Miami Monday Monday morning. They were up our rear ends the whole day. And then slowly it kind of got back to normal right. life. Whereas last night they were killing each other in the middle of the night again. They were doing their, rest, their yeah. wrestling thing. Exactly. So. Our cats are like dogs. I like it. Do cats are afraid of thunder as well? Uh, they they run under the bed with me. They were. You were under the bed as well? <laughs> you and the cats? Exactly. Being afraid of the thunder? I almost jumped out of bed with the one thunder strike we had. Yeah, I missed it. I didn't Crazy. hear anything. Oh my God. I, was, I couldn't sleep, so. Yeah. It was bad. Hmm. Whatever. Let me give you one more story, Jerry. Okay, one more story. We've got Something time. we sort of similarly talked about this. A uh, new study says 70% of... People between the Americans between the ages of 18 and 76. That's Oof. a wide range. That's a wide range. Of 70% people. of people uh, would rather be living somewhere else than they're currently living. Meaning area or house? I think area. I would I would agree. Like with how that. we always say, oh, I'm Arizona. surprised not more than that, actually. 70%. Yeah. The other 30% are perfectly happy where they are in uh, life. I'm not even sure I believe that. 
Yeah, we always got to be curious. Yeah. You only go around once, Jerry. Always striving for better. Yes. Why wouldn't we go try to God, live in Arizona? all the time. North Carolina, One South Carolina. Through, that's it. There's no redo on this. I would like to visit the Carolinas. Visit or live? Visit to see if I want to live there. Okay. Arizona. Right. Which I visited and do like a yes. lot. What where else would be a good place? I don't know. I, I listen. I you love like Southern and I love California. But you, are we worried it's about the expensive as hell? Right. I know. Are we worried about the earthquakes? I mean, yes. And it's expensive. You're saying though. That's why it's not a great retirement place. It is expensive. But I feel like no doubt. I look sometimes at property in uh, Arizona just for s's and giggles, as they not say. Not cheap. Not cheap. No. I feel like it used to be cheaper. Florida is cheap. They know all of us, New York. New Jersey people are going out there, and they're ripping us off. Well, that, and they haven't overbuilt just yet. Oh, Florida's overbuilt, right? Oh, which yeah. is why it's cheap. It's saturated, right? Too many condos, and yeah, as you know, the real estate hasn't exactly gone up there. No, so good point. Florida's interesting. I think there are parts of Georgia that are really nice. Oh, but humid. Yeah, I mean, again, that's the problem with the East Coast. They call it hot Atlanta. I didn't say Atlanta. I said Georgia. Oh, the different coast. parts. The yeah. coast of Georgia. I don't want to. I don't. Beaches. If I never go back to Atlanta, I'm good. Kind of like if I, if once I leave here today, if I yeah. never come back into Manhattan ever again, you'd I'm be fine. fine. Yeah, I'd be good. Yeah, I didn't like Atlanta either. I'd be okay with that. But they have beach areas, you're saying, in Georgia? In Georgia, yeah. Sure like you do. go to the beach. Yes. Absolutely. You do know, like, Georgia's along the coast, right? Yeah, only after you said that. Below South Carolina yep. and above Florida. Only because you said it. Yeah. Like, if someone said to me, I'm going uh, on a beach vacation to Georgia, I'd be like, these people are crazy. <laughs> what are they talking about? No, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of nice places yeah. that we don't really. Right. They're just not publicized. Right. They're not popular. It take, I remember when we went to Kill Devil Hills. Kill Devil Hills? In Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. I, we went. Me and my wife went there when we were still dating. We weren't married, but right before we got married. It was beautiful. Like, why do we do this every year? Of course, we have never gone back. Right. I don't know why. Never again. We just have it. Doesn't come up. It's busy, but not overcrowded. It was nice. It was clean. Hotels were fine. It's a good area. Yeah. But I don't know. What can I tell you? Hmm. All right, I got to go. All right, Jerry, warm-up program. Oh, you're hosting tomorrow because Boomer's out. Is that tomorrow already? Yeah, you are co-hosting with... That's two straight weeks I got to do. So you're co-hosting with Gio tomorrow because Boomer's out Friday. Yeah. Boomer's out all next week, so it's you and Gio. Then the following week, Geo's out. It's you and Boomer. Yeah. Getting yourself a I'm lot of... I'm doing Greg's here. That's cool. You're getting yourself a lot of Jerry Recco in the next two weeks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Why? Because you're saying that uh, Geo takes the lead. It's his show. It's his show. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's Boomer's less pressure. show, but Boomer likes it when we just take it in and out of the breaks. So right. It's a little more on you, but whatever. It's, it's a little good. more heavy lifting. Good to go. All I'm right. ready. Well, we'll get ready for that on tomorrow's program. But yes. right now, the warm-up program is next. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, we get you Thursday morning rolling. A big day for the Mets on Wednesday. They open up a series with the streaking Giants tonight. Yankees rained out. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Isn't it Noah? Uh, who's pitching tonight? Noah, Noah Syndergaard versus Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Is it Bumgarner or yeah, Bumgarner? There's no D. I can't, I'm, I'm embarrassed you're even asking me. Well, because I hear every caller to this radio station, Bumgarner. I'm like, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, but people still call Gio Urshela Urshela. Urshela. Right. I mean, whatever. Good point, Jerry. 
So that's quite a battle tonight. Unfortunately, it starts at like midnight. I think nine thirty. Actually, nine thirty. It'll be over by midnight. Probably. It'll be over by midnight. All right, a pitching duel. Yeah, you're gonna All stay right. and watch even I'm the first not, inning. I will not stay up no and watch chance. that. I've got to get to sleep, Jerry. Yeah. How bad were the Twins in the field yesterday? Did you not see great. Dude out in left field, drop what? Not great. I feel like I could have caught that. Routine fly ball. Yeah, and wasn't it with two outs, too? Two outs. I think there were two outs. There were two outs, Jerry. I was listening on the radio. And it bounced right out of his glove. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Then that that opened the floodgates for the Mets. You had your Dominic Smith home run, although I think he homered before that. But the Dominic Smith home run was the seventh inning. The eighth inning was the mess. The mess. So at least they took the lead the right way. That's true. Nice pinch hit home run. I think it was for J.D. Davis. So J.D. finally, Davis, Mickey yep. Calloway actually made the right decision. Right. Or it worked out that way. Then you had Pete Alonso hit that launch that was ball. It 480 feet or something. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. Upper deck, triple decker. Triple decker. The triple decker, Jerry. Yeah. How do the Yankees plan on playing two games today in the rain? Why are they supposed to rain? Well, they got rained out yesterday. Is it supposed to rain? I think it's supposed to rain all day today. I didn't think it was supposed to rain. Well. Well. No rain. On and off. No, no rain. rain? No, I don't think so. Like this morning, yes. Yeah, rain. But I don't think later. Maybe so the Yankees shower. So the Yankees have that field covered is what you're saying, Jerry, right now. I would say it's probably covered. And yes. it drains well also. <laughs> yeah, they're So they have drainage. two things. Although remember that one night when it rained so much they were plugging the outfield <laughs> yes. trying to get it to drain faster. Plunging it. And then they actually had the guy. I forget who that was against. They actually had to postpone the game till the next day. Yeah. It was earlier this season. It was like uh, when you clog your toilet and you have to use the plunger. Something like that. <laughs> or it's more like when they aerate a, a, gr- a golf green. Air raid? They were putting holes in it. Oh, you put the, you know, with a pitchfork yeah. and then the thing goes in there. Pretty much. So are you fired up about the Mets now? Four in a row? Here we yeah, go. I'm fired up about the Mets. You were telling me coming in, you said, you know, the Mets are only, would you say, four and, four and a half? Four and a half behind the Phillies. Behind they're the five Phillies. out in the wild card race. Yeah. But they're four and a half behind the Phillies who lost again. Right. But no. we've already counted the Mets out. I haven't. You haven't. I have Others not. have. I have not. A long time ago. The reason I haven't is this. Even bad, bad teams, if you look at the scope of a major league season, yeah. even horrendous teams have a good stretch in them. The Marlins, for instance, at one point in early June, I believe, won like 9 out of 13 or something. And the Marlins are not good. So I figure at some point the Mets have to put together some sort of a sustainable run to get themselves back in the mix. Now, from there, they could fall flat on their face again. But if they have that run and they get themselves back in the quote-unquote mix in a bad National League, why the hell not? In the mix. So maybe this is the run. We'll see. It's four in a row, and they're pitching, and they're hitting, and it's good. What if August is their month? If I'll tell you what thing. If they finish July decently and August is their month, yeah. they will have a shot. They'll have a shot because no one's running away with it. Right. All right, you heard it here first, folks. If the Mets make it to the playoffs. And I don't want to hear about, well, they're going to jump over all these teams. Just win your games. Win your games. Don't worry about everybody else. Win your games, and we'll see where you're at. Do what you can do. Yes, exactly. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, do they stink or are they good? No, the Giants right now have won five in a row. Oh, And they are a couple of games under 500. They yeah. are closer to the wild card spot than the Mets are. Okay. Which is why it's an important series. It is very huge series, Jerry. I know you watch a lot of uh, MLB Network. I do. I was curious, do you agree with Manny Machado, who took to Instagram Live? Which clip do you want to hear first? I want to hear the one where he says the dudes on MLB Network, what he thinks of them. 
All right, so that would be he was, this one about Plesak and Burns. He was watching MLB Network yes. with those guys on it. At one point, yes. Uh, while also Instagramming live video, chatting with his audience. So the whole thing was confusing because you couldn't tell if he was just talking about what he was watching on TV or answering questions to people on the Instagram feed yes. that were hitting him up. And if you watch it, and by the way, people were killing him about his hair. I yeah, I was, that. That I, was I, funny. yeah, the hair I kept yeah, it was locking in on, so I wasn't even paying attention to what he was saying. It was not great. Here was him going in on Plesak and Eric Burns. All right. Plesak. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy. Plesak and Barnes, biggest, biggest tools out there. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to be called, like, would it be cool? Would you have street cred with your kids, Jerry, if Manny Machado said, this is Jerry Recco doing these updates? Biggest tool out there. That's kind of fun. I think it's kind of neat to be yeah. called out by a star show. Yes, wow. absolutely. Now the one cool. thing, the one thing about it is, so there's a little backstory to this. All right, which I did find just by searching a little bit. You googled something. So, and I'm sure it's one of these things where Machado did something stupid. I mean, he certainly has done enough dumb things, and no one's going to defend that. But Eric Burns in 2017 on Machado, quote, this is on Twitter. This dude is the biggest piece of bleep I've ever seen play the game. He's an absolute embarrassment and represents everything that's, in capital letters, wrong with baseball. Hopefully future generations can watch and learn how not to play the game. Oh, so they have a history. Clearly, yes. clearly. And so a lot of this, again, from watching it and trying to understand the questions that were coming in, him watching the TV, the piece with those two, watching the Phillies game it looked like. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, There's a couple of things here. He was bothered that I guess they were defending Mereznik for his slide and running over the catcher, saying if that would have been me, they would have been saying, give him 20 games, dirty play, but this guy, it's okay. And then also they were defending the fact, I shouldn't say defending, going after the pitcher that threw at his head when, in fact, no one has ever defended him when he's been thrown at his head. So things got very things got racial actually. He thinks that because he's a Latino player that he yeah. is treated differently. Here um here's the one. They got to talk about something at least. But, you know, they got they got to protect their people. Machado? Forget about Machado, Machado. Machado. That's the key word, Machado. Latino. It's pretty Oh. It's pretty straightforward. I would like him just to call let us know who else is tools. <laughs> Give him time. <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's shy about saying no. what's on his mind. Biggest tools out there. Now, if you're the Padres, yeah. are you worried about any of this? Or yeah, do you I not guess, care? Well, I guess you got to talk to him. I guess. I don't know. I would just say, listen, you can't go out. Well, you can't tell me that he can't say uh, he's being treated differently because he's Latino. That I don't think they would do. You can't, no. He but, feels the way he feels. But I think they would be able to say, listen, you, could you please not call broadcasters on MLB Network, <laughs> the biggest tools out there. <laughs> if that's how he feels. Yeah. I mean, in all all kidding aside, Dan Plesak was a nice player. Eric Burns was a nice player. Manny Machado has been a great player. Right. So I don't know that the Padres are going to tell him to stop going after them. I see. This could be a brouhaha. Ooh. <laughs> 
a beef situation. You love Bru- a brouhaha. Brouhaha. <laughs> exactly. Brouhaha. So, yeah, so there was a whole bunch there. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was definitely, um, it was interesting. We'll play more throughout the morning. Yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to that in your updates, Jerry. I'll give you one more. I'll give All you right. One give me more another one. Where he calls out, just because he calls out the hosts again. Okay. I just want people out there to understand where we come from. Understand what it really is. Don't listen to these guys here on TV. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Ridiculous! This game, it's f- nuts. And you can hear the promo in the background <laughs> for the for the network that he's killing and loving at the same time. I wonder if he loves uh, Mad Dog Russo over there. <laughs> I would guess he probably thinks Russo is a nutcase. Right. I'm sure he knows him because Chris does that whole stadium tour and he has all these people on, so he probably does know him. Right. Yeah. He probably thinks he's a tool. All right. Let's do be I, honest. Do I have time for another story, Jerry? Um, do we need to break first and then is I have a long a- story? Um, it's my main story. It's your main story. <laughs> uh, you uh, you held your main story. Quick break. Well, then they're going to be in. Do it now. Go. All right. And by the way, I consider this my main story. Uh, LeBron James had Taco Tuesday, Jerry. This is your main story. Yeah, and had uh, Anthony Davis as his guest at his house for. I guess Taco Tuesday is a big thing in the LeBron household. I was trying to think about you. Oh, Pizza and... Friday. Pizza Friday. That's for us. Yeah. You do Pizza Friday as well? Not every. We used to do it every Friday. Yeah. Summertime's a little different. Right. But yes. Because you like the barbecue winter out. Time, yeah. Wintertime every Pizza Friday. Friday. Yeah. If I we're was, home. I was trying to figure if you were a, like a Taco Tuesday, Pizza Friday, Spaghetti Thursday. Kind oh, you're talking about bumping tacos. <laughs> or if you like to do, not to, you know, be boxed in on a Tuesday, two no, tacos. Not only. at all. No. Just the Pizza Friday in the winter. That's it. There's you know, nothing else. I'm going to San Diego next month. A little, Go a find Manny days. Machado. I'm going to find Manny Machado. But everyone I talk to is, oh, you got to have the fish tacos out there. There's nothing that sounds less filling than a fish taco. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. You need nine of them. Right. Uh, quick break. Off when the, we come back, we'll I'm break down some more uh, food. What? How do, you have, how do you have stories? I'm out of stories, Jerry. Stretch. And how was that your main story? It was Maine. I could have really developed it. You just said time. LeBron, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> right. I was ready to take a break at that moment. If I had time to really develop that, that was going to be something. Develop what? The story. No, you wouldn't. Penis um, stories. <laughs> on Saturdays. Boomer and Geo next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about a minute or so left. Mets did win 14-4. to They're in San Francisco tonight. The Yankees and Rays rained out. They will play two today in the opening round of the British Open at Royal Port Rush. Uh, Shane Lowry and Robert McIntyre atop the leaderboard at four under par. Go. Now, how long is that golf match going to go on, Jerry? Until Sunday. Sunday? Every golf event is four days. Oh, four days. That's Thursday, a standard. Friday, Saturday, That'd be Sunday. like me asking foolishly, Jerry, this Met uh, Giants game, how long, how many innings? Right. Like doing you thought tonight? they were going to start at midnight. Right. But they're going to start at 9 30. Different. Uh, so, okay. So, golf is four days. Yes. Jerry, I'm looking at my show sheet today. There's so many beef situations. We talked about uh, beef situation. Yeah. What does that we mean? T- like people have beef with each other. Oh. We had Manny Machado versus the MLB Network. David Price. David Price, Dennis Eckersley. I'll tell you one thing. We'll play the sound all morning. Yeah. He came across very well yesterday, David Price. Is that it's right? a Thursday oh, wow. Yankees box office blitz. Yep. Listen this hour and every hour until 6 p.m.